everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Stuff I Heard podcast. I'm your host, Josh Peak, and today <clears throat> happens to be the 30th of September. We're at the end of September. It's going to be October, and then there's going to be Halloween. I don't know about you, but I always wonder and struggle with Halloween costumes. Um, when I was younger, we sort of would think about Halloween last minute and go, oh, we need a costume. And suddenly we would throw together whatever we had laying around the house and we would just make up a costume that we were because that's all we had. And not that we didn't have the option of throwing on a a plastic mask. I mean, you could have gone to, you know, when I was a kid, we went to Kmart. We didn't have Walmart. We'd go to Kmart and get us one of those plastic C-3PO masks. I had one of those one year. Um, the problem with those stupid masks is you can't really see and you can't really breathe and it's cumbersome and you know, you're walking around in the dark and you're not really familiar with a lot of terrain. So you can fall over if you're not careful. And it's just, I don't know. It's just weird. So I'm kind of curious now what's going to happen this year with Halloween. What's going to happen with this whole COVID thing. I mean, is there going to be a, is there going to be a way for kids to trick or treat safely in neighborhoods or is nobody doing it or is it, has it turned into a political thing? And it's like, you know, if you vote for Trump, then you can trick or treat my house. But if you, I mean, it's all just so crazy right now. Um, I feel like we're involved in a reality show and there's producers pulling strings and they're like, let's see what happens if we do this. And they keep throwing in these little side you know, tasks and stuff like that. And every step of the way, we have to figure out how to overcome these obstacles. And meanwhile, the obstacles get bigger and more dangerous and the repercussions get more dangerous along the way. So in the end, I mean, it's our children that really are going to suffer because you have to be careful what you say and what they see and what they experience because it becomes their narrative. You can teach them everything. You can teach them fear. You can teach them strength. You can teach them, I mean, you name it. You could raise them so that they're confident. You could raise them so that they're afraid of their own shadow. You could teach them that if, uh, if they see a red bird, that means that aliens are going to come any second and, and harvest their brains. I mean, really, there's, there's no ends to what you could teach a child. I mean, I wonder... I wonder what kids are going through right now. As much as I talk on this podcast about breaking down tribal lines and breaking down these us versus them mentality, there's a lot of people out there that make their living on building up this us versus them mentality. There's a lot of folks out there that, that make their living on diversity and creating diversity and, and growing that diversity and, and, and adding fertilizer to it. That's what it is. It's fertilizer. So, I mean, today's Wednesday. Last night, there was the debate. There was the President Trump versus Joe Biden debate. And I didn't watch it. I didn't want to watch it. I didn't want to hear grown men arguing, both of them, which are very elderly, uh, argue about how they're the right one to lead the country. And I, I know what it's like to be like you. No, you don't. 
Neither one of you do. Neither one of you has experienced anything that I've experienced. I can relate to a lot of people. I've been broke. I've been married. I've been divorced. I've had kids. I've raised kids. I've seen them succeed. I've seen them fail. I've, I've, I've succeeded and I've failed. I've been through all sorts of hardship. I mean, in my lifetime, we've had two major floods that basically wiped out half of our stuff. Um, we've had multiple hurricanes that have caused, you know, damage to our home and damage to, you know, other people's homes in our area. And then we've had to pick up the pieces. Um, we've had, you know, births, we've had deaths, we've had all kinds of interesting things. And every step of that way, it sort of created this tapestry of who I am. And I don't think that the two men that are running for president are anything like me, except for the fact that maybe they, if they strip them naked, they probably gender look like I do. They're just dudes. They're just white dudes. Okay. So that aside, what makes them qualified to run this country? What makes them qualified to win this most obscure of popularity contests so that for the next four years, we can blame them for all of our problems? During the last election, they say that we had one of the highest turnouts in history since I think JFK ran. And still, 60% of the people did not vote. And they're saying that, oh, this next election is going to cause even more people to want to vote. They're still projecting that about 60% of the people aren't going to vote. There's a lot of people that voted last time who have told me, I'm not, I'm not going to vote this next time. I don't, I don't like either one of these guys. Makes sense. I mean, I looked at a ballot. Somebody posted a picture of their ballot that they got on as a mail-in ballot. And it shows the candidates that are running. There's like six people running. Never heard of four of them. Um, nobody I like is on it. Now, this is stuff I heard. So let's, let's just talk about it. Let's talk. I know nobody's here talking with me, but I've had conversations with people. And there is the conversation that maybe if Biden wins, that it will relieve some of the racial tensions between police officers and black people. I don't think that's true. Um, it's not going to change the way they're doing what they're doing. I mean, we are only seeing a fraction of the cases. It's like uh, I heard the analogy used to this week. Um, Joe Rogan had uh, Bridget Phetasy on and she's like, you never hear about the planes that take off and land with no problem. You hear about the ones that crash. Same thing with incidents with police officers and, you know, people getting killed or, or, or you know, pe police overstepping their bounds. You don't hear about the millions of transactions where someone did the right thing or they did something that was honorable those don't get mentioned as much. The clickbaity stuff is the stuff where they've made a mistake or they've intentionally done something wrong. And listen, if they're out there doing something wrong, by sure, we need to be identifying that and addressing it and changing it. That's the right thing to do. Um, but it builds this weird us versus them mentality of, you know, either you're on this campaign or you're not. And somehow the idea that if you vote for Trump, it has something to do with, um, whether you believe that everybody deserves the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and yet everyone seems to have more faith in the idea that Biden's going to give you that, even though 
I don't think that's true. I think that he's, um, I think that his health is, his mental health is failing. I think that, uh, he'll be lucky to make it to election. Honestly. Um, if he does get elected, I don't think he's going to make it through his term as president. I don't think he can do it. I think they're going to find him mentally incapable and they're going to move him aside and they're going to say, all right, Kamala, you're it. And yet they wouldn't give her the nod to be the Democratic nomination for president because Tulsi Gabbard proved that she was full of shit and that she failed at doing a lot of things that she said she was going to do and that she wrongfully put a lot of people in prison for this thing that she says now that she's not going to do, which is crazy. I mean, just... I got to take a deep breath. I don't like Trump either. I, I don't like the fact that he polarizes people so much. I don't like the fact that he doesn't dr- directly address people and say, when the thing with George Floyd happened, all he had to do was get on the, on the news and say, listen, this was wrong. We're going to look into this. We're going to make sure that this is taken care of. Just say something. Be presidential. You're the leader. Everyone's looking to you for some kind of guidance. Um, I didn't watch the debates last night, but apparently some question was brought up about some group called the Proud Boys. I don't even know what the Proud Boys is, but according to what I read on Twitter, it apparently is some kind of white supremacist group of guys. I don't even know if that's true. I, I don't know. But I guess he didn't say he wasn't for it or... I don't know. I don't know. Why is my refrigerator making that noise? God, that's rude. Sounds like it's farting. I hope you guys can't hear that as much as I can. Uh, Anyway, I apologize. I think I'm going to have to move it out of this room. It's going to have to go out in the garage probably or something. I don't know. I may get rid of it. Especially if it keeps making that kind of noise. Jeez. Um, All right, so... I'm going to skip past this because I don't care. I just don't care. I, I, I am on one day. I'm, I'm like, all right, fine. Let's just vote for Biden to get everybody to shut up. And then one day I'm like, let's just vote for Trump just because Biden's an idiot. And, and then I'm like, Dude, why do we need to vote for anybody? I mean, this is so ridiculous. Why do we need a representative to, to speak for us? We live in a country where all of us have a voice. We all have cell phones. We all have Facebook. We can all say, hey, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Joe Rogan said that years ago. Why don't we have the ability to just, without representation, be able to tell government what we want to do? They'll just put out a question once in a while. Hey, we're thinking about doing this. Do you guys want it or not? And you vote for it. Why do you need some representative that gets an inflated salary so that he can be wined and dined by lobbyists to, to pursue that all the rich get richer and all the poor get poorer. And meanwhile, the conversation keeps coming up about, you know, raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. And all that's going to do is just hurt the poorest people because it's going to raise the cost of everything they buy. It's going to put them in a different tax bracket. Employers are not going to be able to pay as many people to do the job. So they're going to have less people working for them, overworking them. And you're going to have more people with unemployment, more people living off the, off the government. Now, with that being said, I did listen to Whitney Cummings interview Andrew Yang. Um, she did it a while back. I just missed the, I missed listening to it. I didn't know, I didn't know what it was going to be about. I didn't know if I'd like it. Um, it's like a two hour and 40 minute podcast, but a good hour or so is just her talking to her assistant, Ben. And 
while it's they're entertaining sometimes, I just I don't like listening to that, so I skip past all of it and I get to the interview. I wish there was a button that you could just go go to the interview. I get the fact that she's got a lot going on and it's kind of entertaining to a lot of people. Um, I do like her. I do like what she says. I like her go get them attitude. I like her creativity. I like the fact that she um, can put her boots on the ground and say, this needs to happen. I'm going to make it happen now because why not? And because of that, she's successful. She's very successful. She makes things happen. She connects people in Hollywood. She funds projects that need funding. She makes movies. She makes TV shows. She's an awesome stand-up comic. And this weird conversation that she has with Benton, a lot of times I just I, I skip, 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 and I have to skip a good hour because I'm like, okay, now, now there's ads. Okay. okay, I get it. You're way more successful than I am. Good for you. I'm striving. I'm, I'm still, this is, I'm cake, dude. I'm still hogging the turns. He's going the distance. Anybody that make a reference to anybody? Oh, well. Um, okay. So the interview with Andrew Yang, very interesting. I did not listen to him much on the campaign trail when his whole presidential campaign started. Um, he is very interesting. Uh, one of the things he hangs his hat on is the universal basic income, which I know Joe Rogan's a fan of. I know that um, even Tulsi Gabbard's a fan of. I know it's this socialist idea of being able to help people out. The idea is help people out. Okay. That's a great idea. But if you're also giving a ton of money to corporations, the money's got to come from somewhere. So where it's coming from, it appears, is through debt. And it's coming from all of us working. They're just taxing us and taxing us and taxing us and raising the taxes. And it's almost like you're penalized because you show up. It used to be that you could be successful in life if you just showed up every day and did whatever it was you're supposed to do. And now it's like, great, you showed up. Here, we're going to hurt you now that you showed up. And it's unsustainable. There is a point in time where this has to change. Now, that's not saying that there is an opportunity. There's still opportunity because we still live in a capitalist system. But, but, I think that the government is trying really hard to get people to be more dependent on them. Case in point, my wife's been out of work now since uh, the end of June. Yeah, the end of June. And she's had to file for unemployment. And there was a little bit of extra money due to COVID restructuring. Um, that was kind of nice. She had a little bit of extra money, which helped, you know, kind of lumber us through a, a, t- a tough period. And she's been going to interviews and she's been, you know, constantly calling about uh, jobs and going online and filling out applications and going through different websites and fielding calls and interviews and stuff like that. And nothing's really come about. So, she's been dependent on this weekly money coming in to help bridge the gap until she can get back to work. She wants to get back to work. She's eager. Um, but there's a lot of jobs that aren't really coming back right now. There's a lot of companies that have restructured to try and make themselves more profitable during this tough time. And the jobs aren't, aren't there like they were. So it's this dependence. Like, 
we're also we're we're sort of on both sides of the fence here at the same time. We're I'm working, I'm making money for us, and I'm and and I'm providing, and and at the same time, she's owed this money because she was let go due to this you know restructuring because of COVID, and so the government's supposed to pay her some kind of stipend. Uh, money to to get her through until it's time to start working again and 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 it does help but in the middle of this they change the website they change the way you log in and and report your stuff and we had a little bit of a meltdown this past week monday you know she's calling me and she's like i have tried everything i can to get this thing to log in and it won't work there's a problem and it's frustrating it 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 made her angry it made us kind of short with each other because she's angry at me, obviously, because she's angry and I'm there and I'm listening because I listen because I'm, I'm thoughtful and there and I love her. And, and that's part of the, part of the agreement when you get married to somebody is you, you sometimes listen to them have a bad day. So I listened to her have a bad day and it, I, I wanted to help, but I didn't know how to help. And I was like, I, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I can help you problem solve some of this, but I'm sure you've tried most of this nothing to take away from her ability or her eagerness to figure it out or any of that, but it just was difficult. They've made it more difficult. It's almost like they've penalized people again who are suffering. Now, according to the news, which I saw, thank goodness my buddy Josh Treadaway forwarded something on Facebook that was a news article from a uh, news company at Myrtle Beach that talked about this problem and talked about a lot of workers apparently have had this trouble logging in and they can't seem to get their benefits and they can't seem to figure out how to navigate it. And they sent out like a fix. Well, I'm reading it on my phone and on Tuesday and I'm like, Hey, well, there's an idea. And it explains something about going through Google versus uh, Safari. And then if you're on Google, you need to unclick some button in your settings and that allows you then to use the website, which previously wasn't going to work because of this update that they'd done that was supposed to make security better. So I sent her the article and I said, hey, I don't know if you've had a chance to look, but this is the thing I saw. Well, she looked on her computer and the way it comes across on the computer, you can't actually read the full article. They've got it split up so that all you read is the people talking about the problem and it doesn't let you scroll down to the solution. I don't know why, but it's another hurdle. And I said, well, all I can tell you is, I mean, I'm working right now and I'm kind of busy, but I looked on my phone and I could see the instructions on my phone. So maybe try your phone. Maybe the phone format allows you to see it. So she tried that and apparently that worked. There was a fix on there about how to do it. She logged in through Google instead of Safari and it allowed her to go through. And she was able to apply and fill it all out like normal. Okay, so this is... We're at basically the peak of our understanding of technology right now, and we're struggling. And it makes me wonder how many workers out there who are unemployed right now for the same reason are struggling, and they don't understand how to get to the next step. And they're just doing without because they can't figure it out. And there's no solution. There's nobody there to say, hey, try this. So if you're out there and you're struggling with this, with the Department of Employment Work, DEW.gov, uh, in South Carolina. Um, try logging in through Google Chrome instead of Safari. See if that works. It worked for us. 
I know a lot of people are having the same trouble. I don't think a lot of people are listening to this podcast that need it, but if you do try that and, and listen, talk to people around you. There may be somebody, you know, who's struggling with the same thing. I tried to forward the thing on Facebook so that other people would notice it. Keep forwarding it. I'm sure there are lots and lots of people who are still struggling to figure out how to get their money. I say that and I realize that I'm saying get their money as though they're tapped into the system and don't worry, big government's got you, man. We're, we're all going to be socialists before you know it, man. I mean, are we? When I worked at (laughs) Coca-Cola, let's go back. When I worked at Coca-Cola, we got paid for what we did. We got paid for every case we delivered. We got paid for every empty we returned. We got paid for pallets that we picked up. We got paid pretty good to do the things that we were doing. I didn't realize it at the time, but I was wasting my life there because I could get paid a lot more money doing what I'm doing now. Guys, if you're out there and you're in the vending world, look into rolling groceries. You get paid more money. I'm just saying, look into it. Um, so at a certain point, the company said that they wanted to start paying everybody on a salary. Now we're going to move over you guys a salary because, because that's the way of the future. And I thought, well, that's not right. Cause I'm way, I'm moving way more product than this guy over here. Cause he's a piece of crap and he's lazy and he doesn't want to do it. And he tells people all the time, I don't want to do that. And meanwhile, I'm taking on everything that's thrown at me and I'm, I'm jumping through flaming hoops and I'm doing all this stuff and I'm still killing it, killing myself physically and paying me and him the same salary is a penalty to me. And when they started doing that is when I looked to get out. I was like, I, nope, this ain't for me. I'm out of here. I'm not going to work myself to death when somebody else right next to me is a piece of crap and, and they get paid the same amount as me. Where's my incentive? Where is the incentive for me to do better? Where is the incentive for me to want to try? So I went to work for a company that pays you for what you do. Again, I get paid for what I do. Now, that's changed over time. It's not salary yet, but they did try to pay me salary for a while. And that got changed because somehow the government stepped in and said it was illegal. (laughs) So, yay, I guess. I mean... It is what it is. But you have to have some kind of incentive in order to do a good job sometimes. I mean, granted, it would be nice if everyone was altruistic and they just, you know, I am just going to be the best me everywhere I go because that is how I'm supposed to be. And, and everyone else will also be their best self and it'll be really great. And, okay, that's all fine and good, but not everybody does that. I had an encounter just the other day where... I got wind of something that happened at work and uh, just a bold-faced lie was told about me, about what I was doing or what I was planning to do or something like that. And I had a conversation with somebody about it and I thought, okay, I've been here 13 years. Everybody pretty much knows me. I'm sure they listened to this guy say this and went, that doesn't sound right. I've had times where that happens. I mean, it disappointed me that it happened and I'm going to have to address it. But at the same time, I have to know that people who know me well are like, yeah, this isn't, that doesn't sound right. 
it disappoints me that the guy felt that he had to lie. Um, I've not had to deal with liars in a long time. Uh, this is something new and, uh, and it will be addressed, but turtles, right? All I'm saying is if you're out there and you're trying your best and you're doing your best and you're consistent, people know, people take notice. If something is reported about something that you did, that it's out of the blue, something unusual, people are going to be like, that doesn't sound right. Let me, let me find out more information. So that's what's going to happen. So anyway, um, let's talk about some podcasts, shall we? I did get to listen to some podcasts, by the way. Um, I listened to um, two Bill Burt's. Basically, uh, they're anxious to go back to work. Bill's going to start doing the uh, a tour in starting in Connecticut. Uh, he's going to fly out with him and his family, and they're going to do a bunch of dates in some public park areas. Um, so if you're in that area and you want to go see Bill Burr, I mean, yeah, go see Bill Burr. He's, he's, he's a really good comedian. Um, Bert is thinking about getting a, another vehicle. Uh, he kind of wants to, he's like, I'm, I kind of want to play with something. And he started looking online at like old Jeep Grand Cherokees or, or the, the, the Comanche, the, the Grand Comanche with the, uh, or is it the Wagoneer? I don't know. It's the one with the wood paneling. He's thinking about getting one of those and fixing it up. And I doubt he'll do that. If, uh, if Leanne has anything to do about it, she'll be like, that's a stupid idea. Don't, you got enough vehicles, just knock it off. And he does need to knock it. I mean, he stays busy. He does have a show coming out soon uh, on Netflix called Cabins. He's been working on it for a while. Uh, you'll see advertisements all over for Cabins. So check it out. It's uh, October 13th. I'll talk about it again as it gets closer. Um, plus, he's got some game show that he hosted that's going to be on TBS, Go Big. Uh, apparently, Rosario Dawson and Snoop Dogg and uh, a few other people are going to be in it. Um, sounds interesting. They, um, uh, he's been out of town recording that. So the two bears, one cave has been recorded with different people last week. It was, or the week before it was with, uh, Leanne Kreischer, his wife. Uh, this past week was with, um, Bobby Kelly. No, not Bobby Kelly, Bobby Lee. Total different ethnicity there. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Bobby Lee. And, uh, you know, it's interesting or whatever, I do wish Bobby would pay attention to his microphone. He does get really far away from his microphone at times. And I'm, I am listening through my phone, Bluetoothing through my speaker in my truck and I'm turning it up as loud as I can. And I'm like, I can't, I can't hear anything he's saying because he's like muttering really far away from the microphone. And I'm like, come on, dude, just help me out here. I'm trying to support you. I'm trying to listen. And then he gets really loud and laughing right at the microphone. And I'm like, okay, just, I'm at the point now, I just want to skip past it. But, anywho, um, he's apparently Birch recorded a few podcasts that I haven't listened to. Rob Schneider, um, there's, there's a few of them I looked at, I was like, whoa, when did that come up? But I just haven't gotten around to it. I've been busy. Been busy. I am going to post a video that I made today. Uh, check it out on YouTube. Oh, by the way, I have passed 5,000 subscribers. So yay. Thank you so much, everybody who subscribed over these years. I've been doing this for nine years, nine years of YouTubing. And uh, 
I'm over 5,000 subscribers now. So that's kind of cool. It's a big milestone for me. I didn't think I'd, I didn't think I'd have more than maybe 20 people who would ever pay attention to that crap. And, and here we are. So thank you. Um, I did a project of going up into my attic through my stepson's closet door. I basically made a hole and then I made a door and then I made a frame around the door and it looks good. So I'm going to be posting that video on YouTube as well. So check that out. Um, if you guys see the, the spray and insulation, it's still looking good. I don't have any kind of reference to tell you guys if it's working right now. I can tell you that the temperatures have dropped a lot this morning. It was 57 degrees outside. So it's not like we're getting the heat of the summer to compare if it made a difference, but I think it will in the long run. And so I'm, I'm happy we've done it and it, yeah. So yeah. Um, I did listen to, uh, another podcast time suck with, uh, Dan Cummins. He did one on Alexander the great. It was very interesting. A lot of stuff I didn't know about Alexander. Um, basically the dude did never lost a battle ever. Just never anything he wanted to conquer. He did. And he was such a good conqueror that other conquerors studied him to figure out how they could use his strategy in the battlefield. He was apparently awesome. <laughs> and yeah. So the best part of the podcast though, is the ending. There's like 38 minutes at the end where he talks about, uh, updates, updates, get your updates, time sucker updates. Um, where they talk about people writing in to discuss a podcast that he'd done previously about American riots. And it was very good. The information there was very good people writing in saying, Hey, you failed to recognize this. Hey, you know, good, tough discussion, but you didn't talk about this. Hey, I don't know if you understood it, but this statistic comes from this and this is what it says. Lots of interesting information. And that's what we want. That's the conversation that needs to happen. That's the kind of thing that changes the world. I've said that before. It's not a, a declare. Uh, we don't need a declaration. We need a conversation. Ooh, that's good. We don't need a declaration. We need a conversation. I need to write that down. That's good. I like it. <laughs> so <clears throat> with that being said, let's have a conversation. This is an open invite. If you want to be on here and talk about something, let me know. I can zoom. You got, you can sit at your own house in your underwear and just put on a shirt. So that way you can see the top half of you like I'm doing. Um, <laughs> not that I'm in mind. Anyway, you get the point. Um, and we could just do a podcast. You can use your laptop. Let me know. I am watching a new thing on Amazon Prime called Utopia. I didn't even know it was coming out. I saw a preview. It looked kind of interesting. I've watched one episode so far. It looks really dark, but interesting. So I'm going to watch some more and see what I think. I'll talk about it later after I get to watch some, but that's it. That's all for now. Thanks for everybody for listening. Thanks for being a part of this. Um, if you haven't registered to vote and you want to, you need to get that done. Uh, if you are out there trying to get me to fill out another census, I've filled it out. Please stop calling me and writing me and put showing up at my doorstep. I've done it. I will punch you in the face at some point. Uh, also stop asking me to register to vote. I did it when I was 18. There. So with that being said, 
if you choose not to vote, it's your right. But I mean, it's one of those things where if you don't have a voice and you don't use your voice, then you can't say nothing whenever the choices are made for you. So that's it. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. And remember to rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. Check out the website, www.stuffiheard.com. And as always, cue the cow.